Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Kate Eingorn, and with me, as always, co-host, Jordan Smith. Hello. And Sundance Kid, Matt Bailey. Oh, <laughs> no. Wait, is that, um, does that mean someone is Butch Cassidy, or is that me as we, well? I, you could be both if you want. Wait, I don't, I, I Butch I, Cassidy I, and the Sundance it's Kid. It's and the Sundance Kid, right? Mm-hmm. So, so who's they're this? different people. Who's <laughs> Butch yes. Cassidy? Can I be Butch Cassidy? Uh, well, you could be Butch and Kay could be Cassidy. Okay. That's the same person, <laughs> but we, we could share them. Um, uh, I'm a little jealous because that's a really good title for Bailey. It's taken me <laughs> like 30 weeks to come up with anything. I think Sundance I really nailed kid. it. And it takes you one one week. <laughs> I wish I like maybe have one time of like gone to like sundance <laughs> film festival so i could really be the sundance <laughs> yeah we'll same uh maybe we'll start a gofundme yeah get the sundance kid, kid to, to sundance, sundance. <laughs> let's do it it yes. starts today everybody episode number 91 this is our sergey fedorov episode Ooh, what soccer oh no Ooh, no nhl hockey oh. um our bob curland episode Olympic basketball. Mm. <laughs> he didn't play in the NBA, just Olympic. And then uh, uh, last but definitely not least, Dennis Rodman. Oh, I love Dennis Rodman. Um, can we shout out our hometown hero, Fletcher Cox? Oh, uh, yeah. Hometown yeah. hero, Fletcher Cox. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, just a little rewind. You said you love Dennis Rodman. <laughs> well, as a kid, I loved his style. Oh, okay. How do you feel about him now? Questionable. <laughs> yeah. Questionable. As a young person who didn't know anything about sports and saw a man who looked like that on the court, I was like, that guy's cool. Yeah. Um, as it's an like, adult, I'm like, eh. It's like respect the art, not, you don't have to respect the artist. Right. And he like, is there's one thing to do that and like, have like that style and be like, not good, but he was actually good. So he yeah. deserved to like, yeah. be out there, you know? His cheetah print hair was like, the coolest thing yeah. ever he also did i don't know where i read this or heard it but he also did this thing where he would he'd go to the bathroom before the game and he wouldn't wipe so uh stinky yeah he was a little stinky so no like, one wanted to get near him. yeah that's how he got so many rebounds <laughs> <laughs> I sports <believe> facts <laughs> cool all right so 91 is also um the name of a q-pop boy band from kazakhstan Oh, Borat. Yeah. <laughs> um, a solitaire card game. A Oh, it's the collective amount of each U.S. coin. So it's like one penny, one nickel, one oh, dime, one quarter, that. and one half dollar. I love that. Um, do you guys want to guess the international dial code? The international. The international. The international. <laughs> I can't speak tonight. It's going to be great. Kazakhstan. <laughs> I'd say the same thing, too. India. It's oh, a big place. It's a big place. <laughs> it's a big, it's place, a big place. There's a lot of peeps in there. Um, it's a triangular number, a hexagonal number, a centered cube number, and the smallest pseudo prime. Ooh, little tiny pseudo prime. Pseudo. Mm-hmm. Little oh. tiny pseudo prime. 91 pseudo-prime. has more going for it than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I always expect more from each number. I also don't do a huge deep dive into yeah. these. I expect the most from the ones that end in zero for mm. some reason. The like 
the five zero five zero five zero like the 95s oh, hundreds, right, right, 105 yeah. the yeah. multiples of five yep know. you got it i expect a lot from them and they always deliver so um cool episode number 91 how are you guys feeling good yeah you know i feel great i feel yeah. this coffee's got me on another level i yeah. guess you could say yeah. i love it i'm ready to hash it out cool. i make that coffee very strong yeah uh, we're drinking Reanimator coffee today. If anyone from Reanimator is listening, please sponsor us. Oh my god, I'm obsessed please with Reanimator coffee. <laughs> I have a Reanimator coffee um, metal mug that I put all my water in, and I drink out of it all day. It's interesting you don't put your coffee in. I your need more <laughs> coffee than 12 ounces, but I feel like I can refill my water at work. Okay. Now Bailey, are you a wake up and drink coffee guy? Every morning. Really? Yeah. Same. What's what's your cup of joe? Um I uh I get it from Wegmans. <laughs> <laughs> I um do the thing where you pull down the lever and you get those fresh beans Ooh, and you put them in the bag it. and you write the little number on it and they check you out. I like a dark roast, I think. Mm-hmm. Um something with a nice kick and you have to drink it black unless you're lying to yourself. <laughs> you know, I always drink it black. Man, I must be lying to myself every day. Because Jordan drinks it with artificial sweetener and cream. Yeah. I used to drink it black. And then, I, dude, I got a little taste of the cream, a little so, taste of the sweetener. So my thing is, is it even coffee at that point? It's dessert. Because if you think about just beverages in general, everything's just water with a little something in it. Right. <laughs> yeah, true. Something in, in it. There's every little something in, in it. Unless it's milk. So <laughs> that would, might have also been water first, right? Yeah, uh, probably. But I don't know. I don't know so where I was going. I get it. Interesting it's, stance. When I you put it. other stuff in coffee, it becomes more like a dessert than a beverage. Have you right? always been black? <laughs> no, but once you go black, you don't really go back. Yeah, that's true. So. Although I went black and then I went back. It's your real rare breed, yeah. bro. So um, I wavered a lot, but then I went to black coffee for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to go back to um, sweetener and milk and I just can't do it. Like makes me sick. I like yeah. have to drink it black now. Well, um, no offense. I don't want to offend you. So no offense. <laughs> but uh, this coffee's too sweet. <laughs> I put too much in cream, uh, too much I put too much cream in it, but I put the exact amount of sweetener I put in your coffee every day. Uh, um, well, little known me. fact: Jordan and I live together, and I make his coffee every day. Ooh, and burn. little known fact: I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I have another fact. It, it's little known. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, when I I drink a black coffee every morning, but sometimes when I'm <laughs> you feeling, feeling frisky, frisky mm-hmm. in the afternoon or some other time of day, I'll get like some crazy like frappuccino Ooh. or latte or like yeah you're into like the a caramel latte or something crazy were you like 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 vanilla frapp- uh, yeah, french vanilla like, fraps i'm down for like to get crazy after after my morning my morning black <laughs> so yeah i mean i'll also do like a an afternoon latte i feel like it's different because those are shots of espresso into oh shots of milk. what espresso okay okay cool coffee podcast um so into milk where like from the pot i just can't do that with cream but i can do the espresso into milk 
Well, this has been a little preview of our our <laughs> spinoff podcast called Bean Buddies. Uh, I think this is. Oh, I love it. I think this is the extent. What's of bean brewing? Buddies. <laughs> <laughs> what's brewing with you? Well, if we if what's brewing with you, we want to get more specific. It's Reanimator Summer 2019. Oh, nice. It is a dry bean. Um, save it for our what's brewing with you. Yeah, what's brewing with you, <laughs> Bean Buddy? <laughs> Colin Bean Buddies. Well, you can tell we're in rare form today. <laughs> um, good to be back. I don't really have anything, you know, to grind except maybe some beans. Hey-o. Hey. Hey-o. Actually, I do have something to gr- grind. <laughs> That's uh. a saying. Um, Bailey informed me before we got on air here that uh, our good friend M. Night... Shyamalan is out there scouting film locations, but not in Philadelphia. Better be in the PA region. What? Outside the, the U.S. <laughs> yeah. Outside the U.S. Um, it better be the Pennsylvania of outside the U.S. It better be for B-roll. It better be for B-roll. If there was like a... Um, it definitely seemed tropical, but if he were to go... <laughs> if he were to be filming in Europe, what would the... Um, Philadelphia area of Europe be. Mm. <laughs> I had know nothing Yorkshire. about Europe. I'd go with like Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm kind of thinking the same because it's definitely not London. London's probably yeah. like New York. Yeah, and then like what was if it's like Edinburgh, Scotland? No, oh. that's like it's too low. Ki- it's not enough population. That's <laughs> like. Boston. <laughs> That's a pretty good comparison. Yo, I like Berlin. I like it. They're pro- they're blue collar. It's a blue collar town, you know. I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> no, it is. Oh, okay. Um, nice working class. I really hope that wherever he goes, he builds a mini replica of Pennsylvania in the location of where he's going to. Now, usually I would brush <laughs> over that, but I have to challenge you a little bit. Like a mini replica of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, like he. Like, you like know, the state, he, he he goes he goes to <laughs> England and makes a South Street on their yeah, street exactly. of England. Oh, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. I like it. Cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just to like spice it yeah, up. He's yeah, like he's like tired gonna, of shooting on location yeah. when he has so much money to film the movie. So he takes he takes that Philadelphia budget. somewhere yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah, he's got to show Philadelphia the world. Here's the thing: uh, show the world Philadelphia. <laughs> I bet he is pretty tired of like. Well, I hate to speak for him. I'm not going to speak I for him. I think we've already did that a lot. Okay. Well, either way, he's got season tickets tickets to the Sixers, so he's got to be done filming by yeah, around he's, he's, October. He's better get back here. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll rub elbows with him at the game. We'll, we'll get you some insider info. I hope you just rub his elbow for yeah. him. Yeah, I think this is the year that I might go. I might do something crazy. You're just going to tweet at him? You're around the court. Um... I don't know. Last time I went with my mom, like we never take advantage of going down to the court before the uh-huh. game. Um, and I did that when I took with my mom to one of the last games last year. And uh, you could get pretty fucking close. Yeah, so. we might have to let him know that the village isn't on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just <laughs> yell it at him at the back of his head. Yeah. Yo, I, oh, I would love it. We need I to can make see a him sign. tweet about it. Yeah. Like, hey, I got informed today at the Sixers game <laughs> that the village still isn't on Blu-ray. Like, he doesn't know. <laughs> We're yeah. not asking him to actually put on Blu-ray. We just want him to make the word known yeah. to yeah. a larger population. I don't think he knows. 
Cool. Well, that was what's grinding my gears. But you know, now I feel a little better about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I know he's building a replica in Berlin. So. <laughs> um, we have a little bit of business. A little teeny bit. Okay. Yeah, very, very small amount. <laughs> so we put out a Twitter poll that was really well loved. Um, that was, was the book better? What do the people have to say? What's 60% the percentages? 60% said yes. Oh. 40% said no. Yeah, but here's okay. the thing. As a book lover and a movie lover, mm-hmm. you know, I have these two people inside of me that are always <laughs> warring. I do have to say, though, usually the book's a little bit better or it makes you feel like the book's better because you spent so much time with the book. And, like, usually it's a little more detailed than... Mm-hmm. You know, you get more of a backstory in some cases. You get more detail. You get even more plot. So I think that probably lends itself to people saying the book's better Mm -hmm. than the movie all the time. Unless we're talking about, like, um, I don't know, Fight Club. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I would agree. There's that debate around um, Watchmen a lot, too, because the ending of Watchmen in the books, very sci-fi. Well, now there's going to be a series, so Mm -hmm. the debate will spark back up. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what about Big Little Lies? There's, I guess it's not a movie, but people love the show. People love those ladies. Yeah, but here's the thing. My mom loves the books more than the show. Same. Although she didn't watch me, season like, two yet. Okay. I've heard that from like a bunch of people that they like really? the book better than the show. Yeah, you're going to tell me without... Uh, the cast female. is so good. I know. I know, the cast is so good. Cast so good. Enough but about TV, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Am I right? Christ. Whew, I was I passed out. Um, do you guys have anything else, any other business we need to talk about? Um... I don't know. I'm going to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. when this comes out, will it be today? Yeah, yes. tonight, tonight you're going to see Tonight, it. it's going to be lit. Um, Yo, are you excited for the movie? Uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited. Especially, I mean, reviews already like kind of came out and they say it's great. Really? So even without them, like, yeah. Qu- any Quentin Tarantino movie that comes out, like, I'm in. Yeah, it's an event. He's like... I mean, like, his movies are probably, like, my most anticipated of, mm. like, mm. I mean, it probably goes yeah. along with a lot of people, too. Like, he's just and, a goat. And, like, let us not forget, Timothy Oliphant is in this movie. Yeah, let us um, not. I think he might try to steal the show. Yeah, He I, will steal I, the it's, show. He's not even going to try. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even <laughs> have to try, and he's already stolen it. Yep, you're um, right. You think you, you have Leo DiCaprio, and you're swooning over him. You have... Brad Pitt, and you're you know you're swooning over him, but and then Timmy comes on the screen. Timmy. People are gonna wait. pass out, dude. People are gonna pass. Yo, it might be the <laughs> the hottest male cast ever assembled. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I, I'll I let mean, you guys Luke know. Perry. I'll let you know. Luke Perry, R.I.P. But you know he's a hotter old yeah. man. Yeah. Older man. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to that one, yeah. too. Kate and I are going to be in Boston. We will be. This upcoming weekend. Um, Ooh. Mm-hmm. So any Boston listeners out there, hit us up. Let us know what we should do <laughs> we'll out be there. A, we'll be bopping around. Give us yeah, give us some you suggestions. Guys, is it just uh, for fun, for business, or for pleasure? Uh, both. <laughs> no, just strictly pleasure. Oh, that's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, strictly leisure. <laughs> okay. 
So you guys are just gonna hang out in a hotel room yeah. the whole time? <laughs> no, but we're we just gonna want, balance our checkbooks. We wanted to go to a. We want to get out of Philly, and but go to Weird. a place where we feel like uh, we're still home. <laughs> we like we don't have to. Oh, you have to go see this. You have to go see this. Uh-huh. Boston seems chill. Um, yeah, we're just gonna do what we do here, up in Boston. See how it True. goes. So we're looking forward. Boston's to that. cool. Yeah, I haven't been there in many a year. I've only been there for like uh, three hours when we. Do you guys have an Airbnb or you have a hotel or Airbnb, Airbnb. in Cambridge? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, nice college town. College mm-hmm. town, Harvard town. Yeah, uh, but no, looking forward to it. But hey, if you guys have any suggestions, I, I've been to Pinocchio's before, so the <laughs> scratch place. that one off your list. Yeah, I lived there for a summer and I loved it. Yeah, and I need to go back. Yeah, so we are. Um. But yeah, we might. We were thinking, but there's a really cool theater up there. Or at least it looks mm-hmm. really cool. Like one of the nights that we maybe don't have anything planned, go see Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. Check it That'd out. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Kate, anything else? So we thought we'd start something new tonight. Bailey, we didn't run it by you. Sorry. I, we so like so we like, much business dude, at the top. Dude, we Keep like it bringing it on. Yeah. So we decided that we love our film friends so much, but once we review them, we don't celebrate them enough. Don't we tell them happy birthday every time? On Instagram. But, we're okay. gonna but then we here. realize no one really follows us <laughs> on, on Instagram, Instagram. So we need to like really spread the word about their birthdays. Are we doing birthdays again? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So this week we're celebrating, well, I guess two days ago, happy birthday to Josh Hartnett. Oh, happy birthday, Josh. I miss him. Miss yeah. him every day. Yeah, yeah. same. Wait. And oh, yeah. Um, he's not he's really alive. around anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We miss him in our lives. Yeah, yeah. But he's still yeah. Alive. He's coming. He's making a comeback. I still, <laughs> I still hold it's to it. It's a slow comeback, <laughs> slow rollout. Um, and then happy birthday to Rose Byrne. Oh, happy birthday, Rose! And you know what? Shout out to our Australian listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then happy birthday to Jason Statham. Oh, I love that. Yeah, his his uh. That new movie with the Ro- Hobbs and Shaw yep. mm. coming out. Can't wait. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and if uh, yeah, I love how we just like do uh, a quick do like blurb yeah, <laughs> we like shout out their upcoming <laughs> movies. Yeah. I love. It. Ooh, we need like a little theme music yeah, for this. Someone like send us happy birthday theme music. <laughs> if you know like a happy birthday song, send, send it to us. Do that. Uh, we can do that Beatles song. Oh, uh, I was I was telling Jordan uh, yeah. that I was thinking about the one that plays at the sports stadiums. That's like That's a Beatles song. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Today is your birthday. It could be. I don't know shit about the Beatles, so Didn't Two Chains have a birthday song too? Oh yeah. Birthday sex. Oh it was birthday. I don't know, I made that up. It is someone else. We could do that one too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just mash them all together. <laughs> Someone mash them up and spit them back out to us. Nice. Well, happy birthday to our film friends. Once a film friend, always a film friend. Josh, Rose, and Jason. Um, cool. Well, if you guys are ready, we've only been doing ready. this for forty-five minutes. Yeah, you know what? The, the, this is why the listeners come here, and then once we start getting the movies. They bounce. So. <laughs> so it was nice hanging with you guys. Um, but we are going to, I guess, hash it out and dive into the movies. What do you say? So I'm going to remove the ball from Jordan's hands. Let's go ahead first. And I'm going to 
throw it out of his head and give it to him. All right. And say who he chose and why. Nice. Oh, well, I'm going to catch it. I'm going to protect my face. Uh, I'm going to pump fake, jab step. I'm going to let you know that for this week I chose Zach Galifianakis. Yay. <laughs> now, the reason why I chose him. Kate and I were watching Netflix because we are best friends. Um, and we were watching that David Letterman show mm-hmm. uh, where he like interviews people. Yeah. Even though um, we don't talk about TV. We don't talk about TV. But he interviewed Zach Galifianakis and I was like, you know what? I fucking love this guy. Um, when I think of him, I usually just think of him in stand-up, especially live at the Purple Onion. That's like one of my favorite stand-up specials. And I was thinking, you know, he'd be a great film friend. I'd like to kind of see what else he's been in. And then I also knew he's like infamously in one of the movies that we're going to review. Uh, like when people interview him and things like that, he's always embarrassed to talk about Out Cold. Or he's like he's, he? he's like embarrassed or he plays into it really hard. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of want I've never seen that movie, so I want to see it. And then I also haven't seen... Uh, the top-rated one, Birdman, in a long time. Oh. So, um, I was also interested. So I thought it'd be a good, like, uh, a very like kind of serious movie, artsy movie, paired up with like a stoner comedy. I thought it'd be a good combo. And I'm also kind of curious what uh, what you think of him specifically. We were going right into no, it. no, you're uh, looking at me. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm curious about Bailey thinks of zg and mm-hmm. also what you think of zg kate so yeah that's why i chose him and i guess my first thing that i saw him in was the live at the purple onion his like stand-up that's why i associate him with stand-up a little more um cool. but yeah. hmm. what about you guys what's where were you at with zg um big in between two ferns fan oh true yeah true. i between like if he didn't ferns. have in between two ferns, I would probably just be like, "Yo, that's just like the dude from The Hangover." Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is like his best stuff is when he's the guy from In Between Two Ferns. Yeah. So there's a Between Two Ferns movie coming out in September. Whoa! Which is gonna be awesome. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, that does sound awesome. I don't know how they're gonna make a movie out of it. Unless is he just gonna play his? like that role unless it's yeah he's just gonna be con i don't know he's gonna be no like idea. a talk show host and he's just <laughs> i don't yeah. know i don't know what it's but i mean hey if he's behind it and Sc- uh, hopefully scott ackerman who created that between cat, two yeah. friends with them oh um, really yeah well it's a They're funny or die thing so like yeah, will, ferrell will ferrell and adam mckay mm-hmm. are probably involved yeah. too but him and scott are like tight oh. and uh does he come on yeah comedy, comedy band. Band. Yeah. yeah yeah he's great on there too um also baskets is amazing yeah. never watched i know we don't it. talk about tv Ooh, but baskets that show is, really is like genius yeah hmm. um we're talking about tv so much but it's it's hard not to talk about tv because of those two mm-hmm. shows with him um, um between two ferns is like youtube right yeah i guess yeah. it's a web series yeah. funny or die so we're allowed okay we're allowed <laughs> okay cool. cool um but uh yeah yeah he's cool i mean i would say general pop Knows him just from the hangover. hangover. I wouldn't go see a movie because he's in it, really, at this point. 
like movie wise like he what was the last like movie he led that was neighbors maybe was it neighbors due date date. yeah that's what i'm thinking like due date like he's not yeah he's he's not like a movie star really i mean the hangover he's i don't know if it's where he shines yeah yeah no he's obviously funny yeah Yeah. i actually i kind of agree so i didn't choose him because like i think he's a great actor yeah because i think you guys are right like he's done a lot of uh I, and I don't think he's the type of guy to, like, go for a paycheck either. Mm-hmm. Like, there are stories of him taking, like, an old woman to the award show. Either Like, it's either his mom <laughs> or it's, like, a homeless woman that yeah. he befriended over the years to, like, the award shows. Like, yeah. he's a... It is a homeless he, woman he befriended. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, a cool dude. I don't yeah. think he's doing it for that type of stuff. Um, but I also don't think he's, like, a groundbreaking actor yeah. by any means. Um, I mean, just looking at some of the movies he's in, Due Date, The Campaign with Will Ferrell, yeah. where like, Will Ferrell hits a baby or something, Dinner for <laughs> Schmucks. Oh, I saw Dinner for Schmucks. He's into the, in Into the Wild. Mm. Um, he's also, I wish I could find it, he's in a movie that we watched. Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Yeah. He's in like the, in the toll booth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's in a lot of like silly movies, Corky Romano and Muppets Most Wanted. And, and, and Muppets, Jason Segel's Muppets. And I mean, I think it's it's cool that he got cast in Birdman. Birdman. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like that a cool. out of left field kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. And that's what Normally I wish. goes to like a Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah. He's I w- the serious yeah. <laughs> curly haired fat guy actor now, I guess. I, I wish he would... Uh, would kind of get more roles like that too. yeah same because um, he's a very like his humor is really dark mm-hmm. so i feel like i wish he played more of those dark humor roles right um yeah so cool well why don't we uh why don't we dive into the first one feel it out see how it goes um how about we do let's start with the 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 higher rated one and that is 2014. It's Birdman. <laughs> it's Birdman. <laughs> the 2014 masterpiece, also best picture. Birdman or Birdman. <laughs> Here we go. The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. I kind of hate that. That it has Yeah, I like the do too. or and then yeah. parentheses yeah. like I um Come on, bro. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about. It. Usually I'd be into something like that. I don't know if I I kind of like just Birdman. Me too. But this movie is known as Birdman, like I forgot all about that subtitle until, uh, yeah. until you know looking into it a little bit. All right, Billy, take it away. Oh shit! I always forget that I have to do this. Um, you're the, you're really good at Birdman. It. Is about a uh, an actor who plays <laughs> who was once Birdman, <laughs> 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 like a fucking he had stardom and like a Marvel. He was like a Marvel guy, <laughs> and now he's just doing theater and. Birdman's still talking in his ear. It's a classic uh, true romance. Uh, Elvis talking to Christian Slater. Mm. Not very original. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he's got this big show coming up. Big theater show. <laughs> and uh, it's all building up to the premiere. And then he jumps out a window. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. I, I'm... 
You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, yeah. Should we go to the next movie? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's it, I guess. Yeah, I guess we did you it. You said everything there is to say. Um, directed by Alejandro Inaruto. Inaruto? Yeah, sure. Eh, I, oh, my God. Yeah. almost got there. Um, one best picture this year. Was this? This year. Or well, the, the year, the year came, came out. out. Was this the Whiplash year as well? Or did Whiplash I think it was. Uh, maybe. I, f- I remember this. Uh, Damien. I remember this being with that one. Um, Also, there were like jokes because there is in this movie, there's a lot of jazz drums is like the score. And then there's even a moment where that you see the drummer. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like like meta and it goes down a hallway and there was like always jokes like which which movie's gonna win for best hallway drum shot. Mm. So I think (laughs) I think it was the same year as a whiplash. Um, I might like Whiplash better than this movie. Yeah, I think actually. I do too. Yeah, Whiplash yeah. is great. I mean, uh, I was thinking about that as we were watching this, like why it won. And I've heard a lot that the movies that play to old Hollywood yeah. are the ones that win. And this definitely plays into it. I will say this movie is probably like more, sorry, Robert, um, more impressive. Mm-hmm. Just like the like, way it's yeah, filmed and like the acting and all that stuff. But whiplash is just more mm-hmm. enjoyable for me kind of a more heart like ranching story yeah, more whiplash yeah. like yeah, your emotions sure. are in it more because it's kind of hard to relate to so baylor was talking about birdman and the actor who played birdman and um it is it's very much it's kind of so oh there's so many things in my head right now so it is playing to hollywood but it's also making fun of Absolutely. hollywood in a way too because mm-hmm. like it's very pertinent now with all the the superhero movies it's like making fun of that that. yeah they talk about that a lot Um, and michael keaton plays birdman michael keaton's great in this movie yeah um i think he's he's awesome awesome. zach galifianakis plays the uh producer Producer. of the play that they're putting on he's also his like lawyer Lawyer. and like assistant oh yeah yeah Yeah. so So he's he's with birdman he's like his best friend right Yeah. yeah um and he plays like a good. This is a really good role for Zach Galifianakis because yeah. he could be like light and goofy, but he's very serious, and he could play that like kind of flamboyant, like art, uh, mm-hmm. art type figure mm-hmm. um, and theater type figure. So it was a good he looks role for great him. in this movie. Yeah, he looks good. Hair I mean, is on point. Looks great in glasses. Looks great in a suit. Mm-hmm. We'll get to his body and everything later, but. <laughs> I think Zach Alphanagas is a very handsome man. I also think he's very handsome. He has wonderful hair. I wouldn't go as far as to say he's handsome. He's he's all right. Yeah, I think. I don't he's think handsome. he's. I don't think he's ugly. I don't think he's handsome. I think he's a he's a cool dude. Ooh, he's Twitter handsome. poll. Yeah, I feel. A Twitter yeah, poll. I feel it too. I feel well, like people uh, are gonna. People will say people he's, don't want to be mean. What if he sees but it? But the Twitter poll's <laughs> anonymous. I would love it. If yeah, but e- e- either way, like, you're going to see the percentage. Hey, it's weird you didn't feel this way for Benicio Del Toro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I also didn't say he was ugly. I just don't think he's hot. You guys think everyone's hot. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are We just are in love Hollywood. people. You see him with makeup on. True, <laughs> we true. do. I want to see him with his hair down. <laughs> And okay. no makeup. His um, hair down. He, he usually have, wears it down. He does have great hair though. He he's, has that Greek. Yeah. He has that Greek blood. Um, 
Yeah, so, and Bailey kind of mentioned this. This movie, if you've never seen this movie, I still highly suggest it, whether it's your thing or not, because the way it's shot. Now, it's shot to look like it's all one shot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, the camera never deviates away from the main subject. Obviously, it wasn't shot in one shot. That'd be insane. It'd be the craziest thing ever. Um, But they make it look like that, and they do a pretty damn good job Mm -hmm. but i was realizing this time around it gives you this effect like i don't know if you guys felt i couldn't i felt it's a little exhausting it is it is because you don't you don't get a break you don't get like this cool scenic shot with like a wide view where you're like okay i could could either look at my phone or i could I could just breathe and not think about yeah. the plot but, or listen to dialogue, but this movie is just well, also, constant. Those like wide scaping beat roll shots give you a chance to let the plot soak in a right, little bit. Right, right. Or transition yeah. to this, the setting where this yeah. is like, you're basically in the theater the entire time. Yeah. So right? I, I think it, the whole thing takes um, place at the theater. He leaves the theater at one point, so he has to get that like cab to go back to the theater yeah but you never see where he's yeah yeah you don't really I feel like you never leave the theater except for the Times square but that's around the theater right yeah um which is another cool thing i never thought of because like when when they leave you go up to the rooftop where mm-hmm. ed norton and emma stone are hanging out and then you go back down and it's mm-hmm. that galfinakis it like jumps from character to character it replicates jazz Mm-hmm. Like the f- not yeah. only the soundtrack, but like the feeling of jazz, the yeah. fact that like it's heightened, you're constantly playing off one another, and it just goes as infinite as you want it to. Um, so I think that's that was done really, really, really well. Now I mentioned two other people that are in this movie: Edward Norton and Emma Stone. Let's start with Edward Norton. Because I think he... He's really good in he's Really he's good in this. He, did he win Best Supporting for this? Did he? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh. Um, <laughs> if he should, if he didn't... He's great. Then he, I mean, he was like really, really, you really good. You stand out in this. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting how they introduce him. Because right before they introduce him, they name drop a bunch of celebrities. Uh-huh. And then that they, they're trying to get, but they're all in Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then they... And Ed Norton, who was in a Marvel movie gets uh, brought in and is just given a different name i thought that was an interesting commentary as yeah. well because yeah initially like i i forgot like i didn't see this movie in a long time and they name like this guy after naming like a bunch of like mm-hmm. actors real names yeah. and i was like oh who is that guy yeah, like, is, is that a real person i tried to like look it up for a second before edward Nor- norton hopped on the screen you're like oh they got me yeah now before we go any further yeah. just so we're clear the movie won four Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Cinematography. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, out of a lot of them that we've reviewed, that's probably one of the uh, movies that's yeah. won the most, most war- Academy yeah. Awards. Yeah. Um, and then Michael Keaton was nominated for Best Actor. Both Edward Norton and Emma Stone were nominated for Best Supporting Categories. Um, but they didn't. No. Cinematography sure. definitely deserves this. Yeah. Sound yeah. editing and sound mixing also uh, got yeah. nominations yeah. too. Um, that makes which sense. Which definitely sounds deserves good. it. Yeah. Good sound. Sounds great. <laughs> good sound. I mean, the sound, again, like the drums and the jazzy drums, yeah. like really drives mm-hmm. kind of the chaos or the, the emotions yeah. up and down. Uh, it's interesting because this movie also has an element of magic to it. 
which yeah. I kind of find interesting, and I liked. I like the opening shot is him just levitating. Yeah, it's it's. They try to like, I don't know if they try to like make you think that he's actually. They try to magic. Like, yeah, they try to ride the line like, is he going insane yeah. or is he actually magic? No, yeah. it's just symbolic, <laughs> he, right? Yeah. Like it's symbolic I mean, of his. Yeah, Hollywood. but then at they the try end, to make it at the end of like, she sees him flying. Yeah, I don't see. Know. That's the part that like I don't love the ending like that. It gets me every time. Yeah, I mean that the whole time you're made to think he's just crazy, right? Because mm-hmm. like especially the part where he's flying around the city. And then he goes into the theater and, and the taxi the cab, cab, the exactly. taxi cab driver, like runs in. He's like, hey, someone forgot to pay me. Uh, and then they give him the money. So you're like, OK, so he wasn't actually flying. flying. It was mm-hmm. all in his head. Then at the end, he jumps out the window and Emma Stone is looking at the ground like, oh, my God, where'd he go? And then she looks up in the sky and starts to smile like she can see him. Right. And that's where I feel like I wish they just left an open window. I like would have liked that ending better. If yeah. When they panned it might have been a little more better. F- yeah. I, I, Maybe they didn't want to go to like. Inception. <laughs> yeah. Or like, like, I don't know, not too depressing at the end. Right. Give like you a little you don't want to think he, because just fast forward, if you don't want spoilers right now. Because there is a kind spoiled. of, you, yeah. you've been spoiled. Um, but he, essentially they're doing a Raymond Carver play, who we'll get to Raymond Carver in a little bit because I, I have to talk about him. But um, it, for the last, what now was it the first opening night? They do a couple previews mm-hmm. yeah. and opening night of the play, Michael Keaton at the climax of the the play shoots himself like he's supposed to, pretend to shoot himself but he actually shoots himself with a real Mm -hmm. gun and blows his nose off so he's in the hospital and then that's what we're referring to his daughter emma stone um sees an open window in his hospital room and thinks he jumped out and you could think you could construe it if they didn't show him floating or show her reaction to him floating in the Mm -hmm. air you would probably think oh he actually tried to commit suicide again so it would be a real sour dark note to where i think they were trying to I don't know what you're what they're trying to go for at yeah, the end. Like hopeful. Because like yeah. I still think you would have you leave that open because of the fact that he had they have shown him flying already. Yeah. So like why not just leave it open for deterp- interpretation? Like yeah. that's where I don't understand. I do like how at the end uh they have his face all bandaged up, but he's still it it's bandaged in a way it looks like Birdman. Birdman, yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. There's a lot of cool, a lot of cool growth. things like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, this movie won Best Picture for a reason. Director <laughs> cinematography for like a reason. Yeah. Like everything is super tight in it. It's like very meta. It's also a nod to Hollywood, but it's like also dissing Hollywood and saying theater's more pure. And I don't know. There's just like a lot of shit going Absolutely. on with it. Absolutely. Um, but also, like I said. I just this is just a personal thing, but Raymond Carver is like one of my favorite writers. Um, oh. So that whole aspect of it. Do you know the story that yeah, what we talk about when we talk about love? Yeah. Love okay. it. <laughs> it's a, um, is well, he it's like a, a playwright or is he like no, a, he's an just author? Like a he's a short, short story, story writer. writer. Oh, okay. Also a poet. Um, he might have done plays, but I've only read his short stories and poetry. That's so. like his most famous one, right? I've read that yeah, one. Yeah, that's his. That's. His most, I don't know if it's his most famous story. It might be, but that's like the collection that, of stories. Yeah, that's most noted. Um, that's most noted, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, 
But he's like a depressing. He was like obviously like an alcoholic. They talk about but that. But he also rides that line of someone who was famous in his lifetime. Like he was. Who, was Raymond Carver? Yeah, where he was a writer who was famous with living. And he didn't like, he was an alcoholic and he didn't like fame. Yeah, he didn't. I was just so going to say, he didn't give a shit. So it was an interesting parallel to this movie yeah. where like this character wrestles with this idea of being famous and being mm. no, treated as an artist and mm. having like the issues of um, pe- being respected by his peers and being respected by the audience, mm. which is I think something Raymond Carver struggled with as mm. a writer, mm. which I think is an interesting parallel. Yeah. As uh, Edward Norton says, popu- popular is the sluttiest little, the sluttiest little cousin of prestige. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> the prestige, good movie. Yeah, never saw it. Oh, love the pre- more of an illusionist guy. Dude, <laughs> your favorite joke. <laughs> you love that joke. Um, there wasn't dated jokes in this. Like, you don't even have a Facebook page. Yeah. Well, social media jokes will mm-hmm. always. Be, be a little dated yep absolutely uh, now can we i need to gauge the uh room here how do we feel about emma stone like in general, in general and in this like movie. her in this movie i didn't like didn't love her in this I don't movie think she needed to be nominated like oh it I, definitely not i think that was just the territory she was in a really solid movie mm-hmm. yeah, with good performances not that hers is bad but it's she like did, there wasn't any special. like crazy range in her performance or anything i don't no, know not at all like, yeah not and i'm not all. impressed by this performance yeah she was fine but yeah. definitely didn't need to be nominated that's how they i took feel. that spot away from someone who deserved it <laughs> i will say though it was probably good it was good casting because I believe that she was Michael Keaton's daughter, though. Like, yeah. for how I kind of it. crazy he is. Not by looks, but, like, <laughs> how unhinged and stuff. See, like, I didn't. She was a little like that, too. I, like, didn't. Her character just felt like a different movie to me. Yeah, maybe. Um, to, Like, the paramour of other movies, like the band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just also not a huge... I'm very, like... She's fine in yeah. general. Like that, yeah, I like feel that way too. I mean, the favorite. She's cool in the favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one of her newer ones. That's I, my favorite role of her, but I still think she's she's fine. I think she's never seen, seen Easy A. <laughs> I have, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I think she's good in Super Bad too. I know. I that's like, seen yeah, that but since she's I good was in so it. young. <sighs> I have to revisit. I have to revisit. Cause I was saying to Jordan earlier that like, I loved that movie when I was mm-hmm. young, but it's under that veil of being around that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if it holds it. up. I haven't seen Super Bad in a while. Uh, I I imagine probably. it probably does. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else about this movie that we need to discuss? Um, I love when um, Zach Galifianakis' phone goes off on the mm-hmm. side of the stage because it really that's one of those moments that really pulls you out of the scene right. into yeah. that technology. Yeah. Um, what we were talking about earlier. And I just um, thought it was a really cool touch mm-hmm. to ground you back. I liked, I liked the dynamic of uh, Edward Norton and uh, Emma Stone, Ooh, their rooftop yeah. scenes mm-hmm. and stuff. Like that was the part where you think like Edward Norton's just like always like a dick, and you can mm-hmm. kind of see like the real dude in that mm-hmm. in those moments. Yeah. You I also see how much he does love the theater. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like Edward Norton is just this pure theater guy. Mm-hmm. Hates Hollywood, hates phonies, fakes, but is just pure theater. 
Um, so I like those scenes yeah. too. I also like how, like, I'm not, not a theater guy. Never really was in the sense of like, I don't know mm-hmm. anything about it or I've never been on like a stage or behind the curtains, that kind of stuff. So it's kind of cool how they show all oh, of that, the, the behind workings. the scenes and yeah. the inner workings of like play production, everything mm-hmm. that goes on. And it, I mean, they kind of have to because the camera looks as though it's a one shot. So you literally just go through the theater with the characters. So, But you're right. There's angles they didn't necessarily need to do that they got that were awesome. Like from mm-hmm. above oh, to right. down, yeah. um, behind the ropes, mm-hmm. like things that were ne- you didn't necessarily have to show them, but they made it more interesting. Mm. You know, it's kind of weird um, <laughs> with like the theater. I feel like nowadays, like everything's a musical. Mm. I don't even know of any like just straight up plays there are to see. Like, like every, everything that's popular is just a musical. Well, musicals. Do you are, know what I mean? Like I feel like it's kind of always been that way, but I do. There are some popular plays right now. I mean, Fun Home. Maybe is one I just of the don't know. But like yeah. all I ever hear. Right people just going they're all just musical well that's true probably the most popular ones are musical because they're the so like one they're probably the most uh accessible for people who aren't into it Mm -hmm. like i feel like if you're going to see a dramatic play you probably have to have some sort of knowledge of either the play or like the way a play works Whereas like a musical, you could go so and like you could plays, go to Frozen. And I also just think our plays dead. I, no, I don't think so. I mean, one of the most popular things on Broadway right now is Alan Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh really? Which is a play. Yeah. yeah. But that but also, also has like seventy years of being yeah. taught in school and one of the most popular books and of all time. Yeah, so. it really. And it's Alan Sorkin. Yeah. But yeah. also, I think that's also why he used the jazz analogy because. Oh, right. Plays are more like the jazz of that type of thing, mm. where musicals are more like the pop. Like, I would be more inclined to see a play of, like, a cool... If I read, like, a synopsis of a cool play, I'd rather go see it than a musical. I get mm. that, for sure. I yeah. think plays are, can be hit or miss. Dude, I went to see Frozen on Broadway. It blew Kate his mind. It, it blew my mind, dude. Like it, Jordan's jaw literally dropped. I'm changed. What about it? Dude, let it go, bro. <laughs> let <laughs> okay, it go. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, my favorite. Frozen. <laughs> Yo, it was awesome. It's honestly, like, it was amazing. My brother literally just like, it, he I, I think he went into the stage. He it was, was awesome. So absorbed. Yeah, it was so good. I feel spoiled. Like, uh, I'll never see anything as magical as that. <laughs> He's I'm never like, even Hamilton, seen the movie. I'm done. <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, I've never even seen Frozen. But well, neither have I. I don't have to. That probably that. gets you more. You're more into the story because you don't know it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually a good point. Yeah, I didn't know what was what Frozen was all about. I knew there was a snowman that Elsa. like there's Elsa, there's Anna, there's uh, Olaf. Olaf, and there's Bruno. <laughs> Bruno, I'm and Borat, and <laughs> Borat, like my wife. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, my favorite line of the movie: "Bye bye and fuck you." Hmm. Jordan, what are you looking at? Um, Do you have any more notes? I just had some pros and cons. The cons I already talked about. (laughs) Doesn't let you breathe much. Need a rest shot. No dialogue. (laughs) And then the pro, camera has to be close all of the time. Mm. 
I don't know what that meant at the it's time. It's probably hard to act with a camera right up in your face yeah. Yeah. 24-7. Well, I Some guess, cool what, angles I, guess what I was saying there is, like, you're not getting those far away shots at all that you get in, like, normal movies mm-hmm. or, like, framing it. Like, you're they're right up in everyone's face, yeah. so. Except um, when you get the aerial shots of, like, them acting at the table. Oh, true. Yeah. Like, the, the 360 ones where they're sitting at the table and they're going around. That mm-hmm. That's a really cool shot, too. Yeah, do you know how... <laughs> This is a weird question. Maybe it's not. I love it. How they um, film mirror scenes. Oh, so oh, they it's don't like, get the reflection it's like of the at camera. A, it's at it? an angle. So. Is it? I feel like not always. I, don't, I can't answer this question. Don't look at me. I was actually thinking about that when we were watching so this one. So what they do they is they wear the right camera in their hair so you can't <laughs> see it. Huh. Mm, that might be it. Yeah. Uh, the old Hitchcock trick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that because I was thinking to myself, I love dressing room mirror shots mm. in movies. And uh, I was thinking how they like capture it. Mm-hmm. I always just thought the camera's off. Like it's over their shoulder. But it's not straight on. Yeah. It's like it's angled a little bit. I feel like, I mean, there's definitely have to be movies where they're a straight Straight on mirror. Like, yeah. Yeah. Some people say it's movie magic. I don't know. You don't don't get that on TV. There's no magic on TV. Yeah. (laughs) Only in the movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Cool. I feel good about that one. I think this is Film Friends approved for sure. This is one where if you haven't seen this movie, I suggest checking it out might not be your thing plot wise might not be favorite actors might not be your favorite subject matter but the way it's shot it's impressive it's impressive for sure um but be ready to like be in it the whole time it kind of forces you to be in it this isn't a movie where you really just kind of casually watch it Mm -hmm. i mean i guess you could it's two hours too so it's not just like you're in it and it's an hour and a half like you're yeah. in it for yeah two. you're in it it's for a sure. ride yeah but the actors actresses in it are top notch so like you you're in it and you watch it and you don't realize the time passing oh i didn't realize it was two hours you don't, i just like was in it you don't have like the moment to check what time it is you're just in it mm-hmm. um but yeah if you like any of that jazz if you like birds if you like all that if you like jazz. raymond carver if you like theater, you'll be into it for sure. Love it. Um, cool. So what? Oh, you know what, though? I also wrote this down because I thought if any movie you need to shout out the crew, it's probably this one. So yeah. I want to shout out the okay. best boy, Paul Giamatti. Cardielli. Uh, Cardielli. Best boy on this movie. Love Good it. Good job, Paul. Yeah. Paul. Thanks, Paul. Um, so what are our initial ratings and what are they now? Um, I'm gonna give it a cool, uh, cool 7.8. Um, great movie, respect, all the respect in the world, but like, it's not really my kind of movie, but it's still really good. Yo, I gave it a 7.8 originally. Prove it. Where is it, is it written down? Yes. Huh. <laughs> he saw it. He, he saw it. He saw it, he saw it. Um, and I think I'm going to keep it at 7.8. There's just, I love this movie, but the rewatchability is tough. Um, there's some things I'm like, eh, I don't love that. But overall, good, mo- good, solid movie. Great ride. I gave this movie an 8 initially. Um, I'm going to keep it there. Uh, I kind of agree with you guys. I think I might like this movie a little more than you guys. Um 
I think you proved that by your rating. Too. Yeah, I did. I like this movie about point two more than you guys. Fair. Um, but yeah, rewatchability. I think it's definitely rewatchable, but you got to give it a little time in mm-hmm. between. Um, but yeah, definitely check this movie out. It's fun. It's a different experience. And you might learn a little something along the way. Uh, <laughs> sure. Huh. So, that being said, we are in between movies. How are you guys feeling? I'm feeling cool. Never better. How are you feeling, Billy? Is the coffee still kicking through your blood it's veins? Course, coursing? Yeah. yeah, coursing. Through my veins? Nice. Um, speaking of veins and the human body makes me curious what's your height what's your weight what's your height what's your weight with your hopes match your decay what's your height what's your weight will they get it wrong will they get it right So, this week we're doing the works. Bailey, let's start with you. Okay. So, you guessed he was 5 feet 9 inches, 215 pounds, born October 1st, birthday buddies, Libra, 1969, penis chode bat, butt? Butt. Oh, butt. Oh, I see. Penis chode, but he's okay with it. <laughs> Wait, when did Bailey say he was... Er, uh, I yeah. missed you it. You missed it. You were, <laughs> okay. you were tinkle town in over there. All right. Jordan said he was six foot, 220 pounds, Greek penis, hairy and tan. I think that's what it says. Um, shoe nine and a half, Scorpio at 45 years old. His penis is more tan than him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. So okay. I stand by it. Um, Bailey didn't guess a shoe size. Um, nine. There you go. All right. So he is five seven. Oh, he's tiny. He's one hundred and ninety pounds. You know what? I I knew that. I don't know why I put six foot. I just you that's my default. It's like the way Bailey starts out with a 5 out of 10 for every movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every person to me starts out at 6 foot. So he was born. <laughs> Bailey, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. You got you knew that it was birthday buddies. Mm-hmm. So he was born October 1st. Oh. Guess what year he was born? 1969. You nailed it. Whoa. You got it right on the head. Wait, did you know it was your birthday? Or did you know? I knew it was my birthday. Yeah, but he didn't know the year. Oh, very cool. So, Libra, so that makes him 49 years old. Um, And I don't know anything about his penis. Uh, Shoe size 10. Did I say that already? Not sure. So, neither of you got shoe size. So, Bailey, you're definitely closest. Nice. Good job, Bailey. So, his full name is Zachary Knight Galifianakis. As we figured out that Like M. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Spelled uh, differently, so, yeah. but it apparently it was his mom's maiden name, right? Is yeah. That what it is? Okay. yeah. Um, he was born in Wilkesboro, North Carolina. His first movie was Flushed. Um, he's claustrophobic. Oh mm. uh, yeah. There's um, it actually might be that live. I don't know one something I've seen 
where he's in an elevator and he has to get out because he's so claustrophobic mm-hmm. and he like starts sweating and freaking out. It's pretty bad. So he has a farm in Allegheny County where he spends all of his spare time. Allegheny County. I don't I didn't write it down. I forgot. Okay. Um, Might be Pennsylvania. Yeah, there is an Allegheny <laughs> yeah. County, I think. He drives a Subaru that's from 1998. Uh, it's Weird. like one of his cars he's had his whole life. He's very not into spending his money. He like says he doesn't even know how much he has because he doesn't care. That's sick. Um, so as Jordan referenced earlier... Um, he's friends with a homeless woman, but that woman is from Santa Monica, where she lived in a laundromat for 18 years that he frequented and befriended, and he put her up in an apartment there. Wow, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. He's right-handed. Good to know. Um, you know those, you know those um websites where you ask a question, like the general public can answer them. Mm-hmm. So on the one, Cora. He answered his own question. Someone asked a question, what are some interesting facts about Zach Galifianakis? And he answered them himself. How do you know that he... Because it was like verified with like a check mark next to his name. That's cool. Um, One of those was that he was right-handed. He also said that he was six foot. He looks um, taller on camera or something like that. Wait, so he is six foot? No, he's not. He was lying. (laughs) He put like a lot of fake facts in it. Um... He used to wait tables at a drag queen restaurant, was an assistant to an event planner, cleaned houses, hand out menus for a restaurant on the streets, and was a nanny. And he said being a nanny was his favorite job. Um, he, <laughs> This is where things take a turn. Uh, he once told Eliza Dushku that she was eating her way to cancellation. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, he's apparently like notoriously rude. That's um, your boy, dude. Oh no. <laughs> is this is he gonna get me too? He um once said that he doesn't like taking pics with fans because he says, I don't wanna it's not like I don't wanna be gracious or talk to them, but I don't want to be gracious and talk to them. Um <laughs> You are Ooh. ruining this for me. But this is my Pee Wee has child porn uh, uh, moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when he first moved to LA, he lived in a car that wasn't even his. And the only other fact that he's really super private, he's a very private man. So there's not like a crazy amount of facts about him. Um, but this one I thought was interesting. So Kanye asked him to make a music video for him. And he said, yes, the only, the only conditions were that Zach Galifianakis would shoot it all himself, put it together and Kanye couldn't see it until it was completely done. That's so much pressure. <laughs> well, Con- no, he told Kanye that's what he wanted. Oh, oh. So okay. Zach Galifianakis said to Kanye he would only do it if that was if that was the stipulation. And Kanye said, "Hell no." No, he was like, "Yeah," and Kanye thinks it's his best video ever made. Wait, what video, what video is it? Don't know. You, you <laughs> didn't get that interesting. <laughs> I forgot to write it down. We could do a quick Google search of that. Yeah, could you please? Um. That's interesting. Yep. Now, you say, (laughs) you say, can't tell me nothing. Okay. Okay, cool. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll check that out. Um, But you guys say he's private. Um, You guys? Oh, sorry. Okay, you say he's private. Mm -hmm. Not a lot known about his life out there, but 
I think there's someone here who might have a file or two on him. That's right. It's getting hot. Cue the music. It's weird that people like that. That's a thing that people like, mm-hmm. yeah. but most I feel like a lot of people are just annoyed by chewing. Yeah, I feel like uh, I know more people. Well, actually, yeah, I don't know. I know more people who are like super annoyed by chewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know chew. more people. Period. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know more people than you too. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. Um, I got one relationship in my files. He's been married to Quinn Lundberg since 2012. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know he was married. Yeah, Quinn. Guys. Uh, duh, to Quinn. Five thumbs up, two thumbs down. Mm. That's a good amount <laughs> of Only <thumbs>. seven. <laughs> it's like one of our uh, well, Twitter polls. People, only, certain <laughs> <laughs> only certain people have access to my files. Uh, uh, true, true, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love to see that. Only list. former film friends <laughs> can get into my files. Nice. Now, where do you store your files? The cloud. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say under your hat. <laughs> no, nah, they're oh, in the cloud. That pesky, pesky cloud. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I feel good about him being married for the last like what was it, 2012, six, six seven years. Well, apparently they've been together since 2010. Oh, okay, so eight nine, <laughs> eight nine years. Yeah. He seems like he'd be a very uh, any children. Yes. Um, my files don't. They're only really. They don't care about children. I okay. believe he has at least he has at least one. child. He has one child. Let me see. Let me go into yeah, Rufus. Oh, Rufus Galifianakis. <laughs> Whoa, what a, what name. a name. I hope he was really inspired by Bill and Ted's excellent. Now, does adventure. his child do his children get like upvoted or downvoted? Um, let me see. No. Okay. Nope. Files say no. I would love to see uh, the sources of your files. I have uh, no idea yeah. where you get these. Uh, He's a sleuth. I'll look at oh. the cloud. Quinn is actually Canadian. Cool. Is, is that something Sick. you guys are into? Yeah, now, where thanks. is where is Zach from? North Carolina. He, oh, that's right. That's right. For some reason, I like feel like he would be Canadian. Um. All the funny people are from there. All the funny people are from Canada. Like Keanu Reeves. And Nardwar. Cool. So now that we got that out of the way, maybe we should dive into the lower rated movie. Mm. And that is the 2001 masterpiece, comedic masterpiece, Out Cold. And... For those longtime Loa fans, this is a post 9 11 movie. It came out in November of 2001. Ooh, before Bailey takes it away, um, I forgot to say the true best, true worst. Oh, okay, go for it. The true best were actually the, um, the Muppets at 
and then a movie called bitter the bitter buddha at 94 <laughs> but true worst is um corky romano at six percent and are you here at eight percent damn corky romano six percent yeah it deserves that higher than great yeah that it deserves it's weird higher. he's in um are you here a bunch i feel like that's so is that the one with the amy poehler oh, and no. jordan just really wanted to do out cold okay fair enough um so yeah out cold 2001 you, do you need me to take yeah. it away? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Out Cold is about a group of crazy kids at the ski resort in Alaska. Um, classic comedy where there's a girl and main guy loves the girl who he can't have because he doesn't know where she is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that classic. And uh, Zach Galifianakis is like the best friend who's crazy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then, you know, everything is uh, gets wrapped up real nice at the end. Well, it, okay. Hold up. Um, and it's also a classic uh, corporation coming in to mm-hmm. steal a mountain from the, the way it's always been. To steal a mountain. <laughs> and uh, grabbed it and ran you away. Know, everything it it's all good in the end yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> it's true this man doesn't lie i'm surprised there you didn't think that chaos ensued in this movie oh there's a little bit of chaos a little bit of chaos yeah towards little, the end a little uh, bit of fun though a little yeah. bit of fun chaos it was fun um directed by the malloys yeah <laughs> another Great brother group. duo mm-hmm. last week's uh bad movie was directed by brothers this one brothers brothers not everybody can be the uh, Fairly Brothers. Yeah, mm. it's true. Dumb and Dumber and like me, myself, and Dumber, Marine, Dumber and too. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't do that. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, something about Mary. I think they also yeah. did. Like, um, yeah. So this movie is is uh, something. So, like Bailey said, takes place on a mountain ski resort. Where not a lot of people ski though, mostly snowboarding. Yeah, I mean that's that's up with the is times. Is that is that mm-hmm. the? I mean, if the kids are there, the kids are snowboarding, dude. Mm-hmm. That's true. I um, as you could tell, I've never gone skiing or snowboarding. You know, neither have I. I have. Really? Yeah. I have. That was I think not it was a always like a. Tell me you're a snow tube guy. Yeah, I always <laughs> ask you. I always wondered if my friends wanted it would be cool if we just tubed instead, dude. I'll tube with you. <laughs> okay, cool. I, strictly I've tube. I've done tubing, skiing, and snowboarding. So Didn't m- like any of them. So my whole thing is like, it's like a, I don't know, I never bought a snowboard, and then I always thought it like, yo, that's like a a rich person thing. You just rent them when Yeah, you but you, then you have to rent them, and then you have to buy the ski pass, and then you have to get all dressed up in your snow gear <laughs> you have to get all dolled up for the then you have to drive two hours well, that's like the part that's and then dude and then you ride down the mountain and you gotta go back up i know you spend a lot of time i feel like you only end up doing it like three times oh my god um yeah i just know that sonny bono died doing it and that's like that's i enough. think terrified me my whole life <laughs> i yeah. took a snowboarding lesson and i fell into a hole dug around a tree Ooh. couldn't get out wow and the instructor wouldn't help me just got stuck in that hole wow wow it's fucked up it was fucked up 
Yeah, the thing is, I feel like if I snowboarded, I would really enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like you would. <laughs> I feel like you would be a good skier. Is it because of my frame? Because of your frame and your build? Yeah. It's uh, in my mind. I mean, I've skateboarded when I was younger. So that's the only reason uh, I, th- I would gravitate more towards a snowboard. Board. To the boards. Yeah. yeah. You'd be doing like the 360. Uh, Mick twist. Uh, yeah. Mick twists. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about the fact that this movie starts out with a snowboarding blooper reel. So the whole goddamn movie, movie is, is a snow. Yeah. yeah. It's either like there's moments of blooper, but there's also moments of just like trick shots. It, there's nothing really in between. Yeah. It's definitely the dude perfect of uh, uh, oh, absolutely. movies. Oh. There's so much B-roll of people just yeah. snowboarding. Well, you c- you kind of have like to have it. Movie. It's definitely a snowboarding yeah, movie. But yeah. they like it's almost like they take like intermission breaks where they just play mm-hmm. like a few minutes of people's just professionals snowboarding while they're playing some 41. Yep. Yo, I will say soundtrack is on point. I knew you were <laughs> Yeah, it's the that. first thing I thought of when we were watching this. <laughs> has movie. the Foo Fighters, has yeah, some Weezer. 41. Weezer. Although Weezer's most overplayed song, maybe. Mhm. Yeah. Island in the Sun. Yeah. I feel like if you're gonna go snowboarding movie, but it's and you're like gonna ironic because they're in yeah, snow. True, <laughs> true. You do love that irony. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like Bailey said, there's a ski uh, resort on this mountain. That's um, they've kind of been doing their thing, you know, the same way for a long time. Um, they idolize this guy named Papa Muntz. Who used was a bare butt skier? Yeah, once a, a year <laughs> he would he would go down the slope bare butt, chugging a beer probably, and his motto was never change. So they've lived by that motto, and his son has owned the ski lodge for many years. After that, then in comes Lee Majors and this corporation. Who has the best ski jacket I've ever seen? He does, and he wears like a cowboy hat, and he's just a straight-up mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he comes in, he's going to take over. There's a big investor meeting you know, coming. He's just all about money. Yeah. Wants to change the whole thing. And, of course, all the regulars and all the ragtag crew, doesn't, they don't want that to happen, and you could totally see where Dude, this movie Dude, I already goes. gave the synopsis. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. I know. Why are you giving you just, another one? You just one? did it so well. I thought I'd uh, bring I was it like, home. why are we doing this again? Yeah. Um, classic, though, group of friends. The ragtag. Yeah. yeah. Like, to I already said that. <laughs> no, like to a T for this decade. Yeah. Before like this early 2000s. You got like the stupid guy. Yeah. Pig Ben. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Pig Ben. You have the jokester. <laughs> the partier. The straight yeah. leg. The, guy who gets the one. Drunk. Yeah, the guy who's like trying to take things more serious. And at this time, you have the closeted homosexual character that mm-hmm. they all like kind no. of poke fun. They know he's gay. They're cool with him. Yeah, they uh, are cool. They're with not it. like. Which kind of celebrated, which it, is kind of cool. It was yeah. refreshing because, like, they're dropping a lot of hard R's, oh, like, like too much. Like, yeah. it was a plot Ugh. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Um, a lot of hard F's. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of objectification of women yeah, for no reason. Yeah, misogynistic behavior. Like, it's problematic for sure. Hey, it's, yeah. it's early 2000s. It's no excuse, but, like, but when their friend comes out to them as gay, or they kind of force them to come out. 
Yeah. They're like welcoming and act, it's like refreshing. It's like, oh, what the fuck? That's not. It was just kind of like a weight lifted from everyone sort of thing. Yeah. Like, Dude, we already know. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, cool. Just you can just be yourself and, and don't it have to hide. Is kind of a, f- not really my taste, but it's a funny joke at the end. And this this character that's comes out as gay is uh, Roy from yeah. The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, Looks great. He, he he. There's like a funny joke at the end when he's still saying like overtly sexual things about uh-huh. women to like hide himself yeah. I, I thought that was kind of a funny joke yeah. at the end um i just like when they all pump his fist their fists when he comes out yeah um so i didn't i this isn't like one of the bad movies where i was like oh this is like i hated this movie so mm-hmm. much but there's definitely um room for improvements oh yeah i think the the love triangle was a little lacking yeah. oh lacking big time like i the didn't girl, care about the it. girl was what she wanted the main guy like way too hard it, like and i don't know she was, was just she kept being like yo do are we ready are you ready to hook up with me are you ready to hook up yeah. hook up even, with me it's super thirsty it's like not I didn't translate it that way at all. Well, I, I like even like on the first walk home, she was like, "Oh, so I'll I let you make out with me." <laughs> as like a convenient couple of convenience. Yeah. Of like, well, she is the only girl that like <laughs> hangs out with. Her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, all right, like you're here, I'm here, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I saw it as. Not as like I'm in love with you, I want you so bad. It's like, all right, we good? Can we just like? be cool she does seem like smarter and more with it than all of the guys oh too, yeah so i don't know but i kind of agree with you Bailey. like their relationship it, i didn't care didn't about too it. much yeah. and then the the big hang-up is the main character of the guy who she's trying vying attention for had a like a three-week fling with this girl but he still wasn't over her his heart was broken yeah. somehow that girl shows up at the ski lodge too yeah. too convenient. Too Way so too convenient. Because she is the daughter of the the Lee Majors, the guy taking over the mountain, and it's just like, like I wouldn't have too much of a problem if she found out where he was and, and needed to confess, yeah, like, exactly. something. But like for her to be the daughter of the guy who's yeah, she had to know where he worked, and yeah. also he's she's worked there his entire <laughs> life. She's Latina. She's or French. French. She's. I don't know what she is. I'm, Yo, I don't know. I'm if like ninety percent sure uh. she, she's like in French movies and stuff like uh, okay. she might be actually french well they met in mexico that's yeah. like where they on met. like in like cancun or something yeah, i don't know but it's her stepmom's swedish so yeah all well they were place. saying that like uh, the dad was traveling around europe uh, just yeah. making babies yeah mm. so i i hear you that this movie wasn't as bad as some of the bad ones uh-huh. it wasn't but for me, like, I remember checking it, like, oh, this movie has to be over mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. And there was only, like, 50, there was, like, it was not even halfway through. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think it's because it's, we've seen this type of comedy, like, over a million and times. And where it's like, all right, I know what's going to happen in this. Though, it does bring that, a new layer that I like. With that love triangle, he, usually a root for the, like, main romance for them to get together and it usually happens and the the second woman's always like go for it yeah um where in this she they actually don't go for each other they part ways and i yeah. think that's yeah. an unusual thing i feel like uh, it's another like it usually goes that way or it goes this way where like he wants this like 
girl on a pedestal right. and then he's like oh i'm really in love with my best yeah, friend exactly that's right. the route it kind of takes kinda but right. like it didn't he do doesn't really like yeah he doesn't exactly. really real he doesn't have the realization at the end he's like oh well you're still here you want to yeah, you want to go hook up that's exactly it <laughs> yeah he also meets the other girl's boyfriend is like oh this guy's actually a really good guy yeah. and much better for her than i yeah. am <laughs> so yeah um there was a skiing mailman in this movie <laughs> really I and i want to know if that's a thing in these like mountain towns do the mailmen have to ski well they probably have to wear like uh Snow, snow gear, like right? uh, they wear snow shoes. Snow shoes. They have to get all dolled up. <laughs> but yeah. if you could wear skis, yeah, might I as mean, well ski on over to the next house. But that also makes me think: Why don't they wear like non-ski places? Why don't they wear rollerblades? Makes me Am think. Right? Also, they probably have snowmobiles. Mm, maybe <laughs> that's like a lot of hard, like <laughs> physical yeah, labor. True. Um, all the snow was so fake in this movie. Some of it was straight up plastic. Yo, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Really, yeah. I did. Especially on his the snowman on his deck was straight up plastic, and the snow on the ledge was just solid. Hmm. Um, I thought it was weird that uh, well, for for a while I just thought they were in like Utah or Colorado or something. I didn't yeah, know they were in same. Alaska. Same. They same. don't do a good job of that. Because then in the a beginning. polar bear rolls up, and you're uh, like. I don't like that scene. What's going yeah. on? What? Why is there a polar bear here? And unfortunately, he's licking the uh, the private parts of our film, film friend, friend Zach. He Elfman. is so. There's so many dick jokes that just revolve around him. Oh, he's got a he's got the dick humor yeah, for sure. In he's this got one. the chode, and he's he's okay with it. it. It's weird because <laughs> true. It's weird because he's also the friend that passes out everywhere, but he's also like the best friend of the guy you know what i mean you don't yeah. really see is he's he a very the best sad friend? character he falls well, asleep outside multiple times well yeah he's kind of like the one that like kind of tries to give him advice about like the girls he's i feel the only, like it. like kind of together one in the sense yeah. of like not the con- classified as the dumb one mm. not classified <laughs> as the dirty one he's yeah. just he's just drunk he, all he the does time. have the moments where like he is giving advice i guess or he's like helping them make choices yeah but he's such a drunk character though though. yeah he's such a drunk character and kind of like not i guess he's together but he's not together he's one of those people who could give out advice and directions but like doesn't follow himself i mean he stuck his penis in the jacuzzi yeah classic weird penis jacuzzi and as he says uh speaking of testicles get me a beer it's true which I don't understand. Um, but there was also a weird scene. So I've never heard of this type of prank, but he passed out at a bar and they put him in a car and spun it around in circles. Um, I've heard of like, I didn't know about that, but like when your person's like asleep next to you and you're driving and you're kind of like on a road trip, just like screaming, like, oh my yeah. God, like, and kind of like move the wheel a little bit. It kind of, I mean, I've heard of that for sure. But they literally push the car. Yeah, that that's spin taking it, it to like a like, whole, whole nother level. They have four people sitting inside the car, <laughs> then they have the rest of the people sp- out from the outside spinning <laughs> the car, like pushing. It is it. funny, like to. I think that that it's just that joke is of, funny. It's a lot of work for oh, very so little payoff. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that part. <laughs> <laughs> so there's okay. that. Well, then he bashes the guy's head against the steering wheel multiple times. Um, couple people of note in this movie mm-hmm. david uh, keckner yeah isn't it thomas lennon thomas lennon he looks so young mm-hmm. he does look young um 
not a big I, I think that's it <laughs> yeah um, the main guy seemed very like early 2000s like oh, star yeah. he was in uh days, days and confused, confused. Yep. Yep. that's like his thing he's got a sick uh soul patch for yeah. sure he did he kind of looks like a young uh kyle mclaughlin a little bit Ooh. i um thought the funniest line in this movie was a zach galifianakis line so when they're in the hot tub he has like all these scars on his chest and the woman goes where are these from he goes, well, this one's from a, when I was on a skateboard. This one's from a truck. And this one's from a higher fire hydrant. She goes, I'd love to hear that story. He goes, well, I skateboarded off a truck into a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> and I just yeah. like, that's, that's, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He had a couple good lines. Like, yeah. he had a couple good Zach Galifianakis lines. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie has a blooper reel. Of course it does. Yeah. Well, you don't know if you're in one or not. Yeah. It, the whole goddamn yeah. movie's a blooper reel. But... I actually thought some of the parts in the blooper reel were way funnier yeah, than in the movies, but it does have a PG-13 rating. It's made for like 13-year-old yeah, boys for sure. Yeah, definitely the demographic. Yeah, but it's also kind of like impressive for a movie that's like, I don't know how big the movie was. I know like when I was younger, people were into it. Yeah, people were sure. into this movie. But it seemed reason. like it had a decent like budget to get all those like helicopters and those snowboarding yeah, shots like thinking. down like huge mountains yeah. like, yo those shots are like first of all people who snowboard on the top of mountains like that are fucking nuts yeah. it's like yeah, dropping out of a helicopter yeah. <laughs> but you're right like to get those shots to hire helicopters it's obviously not just like a cheap movie like, there's also that plane yeah. where the the crippled boyfriend yeah flies the plane i know that sounds crazy <laughs> so he like but that plot point's interesting commentary on this movie because he was injured during the x games (laughs) and he's famous for his fall being in a blooper reel which is interesting because this whole movie's commentary on the blooper reel so meta so it's interesting so it was kind of like be safe because you can get injured and also but also like i you can i don't know still be cool you still get the girl yeah and you can still be in the famous blooper reel so the budget for this movie is 24 mil yeah that's not a small movie Um, by any means grossed 13 million so it was a failure yeah for sure um not surprising there yeah i feel like it kind of like i mean it's obviously not a good movie now but like for some reason like with our like when we were kids i feel like people were into it yeah people were really into it and that's like another reason you guys were like Jordan wanted to watch this movie, yeah. but when I was younger, it's a movie that I've never seen. Yeah. But I know, like a lot of my friends, I don't think they quoted it, but they would bring it up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just get around to that movie, and it took me like fifteen years. I think I it's like, <laughs> like frat boy humor yeah, sort of sure. thing. Like, for not sure. really our like thing, but like the same way that like people were into. uh that show in college the oh, football show. blue mountain State. blue mountain state yeah. that is the same like mm-hmm. humor to a t i mm-hmm. feel like I, I agree never heard of this movie and never heard of that show well you're yeah. not like a boy a boy <laughs> <laughs> um, true but yeah i i agree like kind yeah. of the frat frat brother yeah. uh uh type movie yeah. or or what the what fat frat people are portrayed as yeah. in movies obviously They're that's humor, not the what way. they think is funny yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but you know shout out to all our greek uh brothers brothers out there <laughs> <laughs> kappa moo mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I mean, he has a great joke in the um, blooper reel where he pops the balloon boobs on the Bronco. Yeah. But see, that was funny, but yeah. they didn't put it in. No. I, I don't know. Um, Only made the blooper reel. Mm. Yeah, PG-13 blooper reels are the best. Because it's like what the movie could have been if yeah. uh, it was R-rated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest watching this movie. And if you're in the same boat as Bailey and I and everybody talked about it and you're like, oh, I wonder what it's all about. You don't really have For to. me, I, I wouldn't watch it. Don't Streaming waste your time. right now on HBO Go. That was That's the true. one good thing. And it's 89 minutes. So yeah, you sure. don't have to torture yourself too much. Um, but yeah. yeah. Cool. So what would you guys rate this movie? Um, I'd give it a cool three, five. Mm, I was real rough to this movie because I was very unhappy watching yeah. it. I gave it a 1.8 originally, but I'll give it a 2.1. Mm. I initially gave it a 2.2. I'll keep it there. That sounds uh, good. Yeah. Cool. So we got through both movies. We found out what his body's like, his body of work, and the body he shares a bed with at night. Interesting. Wow. Very reflective. (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering how you were going to finish that off. Um, So how are we feeling about ZG? He's fine. Not the best um, movie performer, but definitely like a genius comedian. comedian. It's weird that he hates his fans, so. Yeah. I mean, not all artist types are the kind you need to love as people. Um, True. I am looking forward to Between Two Between Ferns, two ferns the movie. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it now, the, the synopsis, so I'm going to read it real quick. After Will Ferrell discovered his public access show Between Two Ferns and uploaded it to Funny or Die, Zach became a laughing stock. Now Zach is taking a road trip to complete a series of celebrity interviews and restore his reputation. So it's kind of like meta where yeah. like, I guess Zach himself kind of wants to, I, I don't I know. Don't I, I back it though. It's, as long as there's going to be celebs yeah. and there's going to be, he's going to play the same character as he does in Between Two Ferns. Yeah. I'm in. And director Scott Ackerman, writers Scott Ackerman, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, nice. Stars Lauren Lapkus, Zach Galifianakis, Ginger Gonzaga. Has uh, Scott Ackerman ever directed a movie? He did My Big Sexy Valentine. Oh, he did the Michael Bolton uh, Valentine special. On Netflix. Is that really a movie, though? It's like a short, I guess. It's like 40 minutes long. He was in Austin Powers Mm -hmm. in Goldmember. True. (laughs) That's like his joke. Uh, but he actually was. I love Scott <laughs> Ackerman. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see. I'm excited for that. So I guess that's coming out the end of this year. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. Right. Uh, besides that, though, he doesn't have much else going on. Um, but, yeah. So that's ZG. Um, and I think that's a good spot to end it right there. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening. As always... Rate and review us. Um, throw a five star in there. Actually, you know what? Rate us anything you want. Um, but if you're in that neighborhood, give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, I looked down the computer. Our rating has gone from 4.5 to 4.6. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I like that. I never want to be five. 
I never want to be a complete five because no one's perfect, yeah. you know. Um, if we get it, fine. Yeah, well, we'll try to do knock it down a peg. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, rate us, review us, hit us up, follow us on Letterbox. But as always, thank you for listening. Thanks for being a fan, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael. Shannon.